0: Before I came to St. Patrick's Cathedral I was a pastor in the Bronx and one of the programs that we had was a Bible study um, on a Wednesday night. And So each week for a number of weeks we would study a different part of the Gospels at, at, at that time. And when I was in the class one night one of the ladies who was a part of the Bible study group said, well, Father, Father, can I ask you a question? And I said, of course. Um, When exactly did Jesus stop being Jewish and become Christian? And I kind of, I was a little bit stunned by the question. And I I said to her, "Um, Helen, Jesus was never a Christian. We're Christians. Jesus was a Jew. When he died on the cross, what did it say above his head? Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. As a matter of fact, every single famous name from the gospels was Jewish, more or less. Uh, Mary was Jewish, Peter was Jewish, Joseph was Jewish, James and John were Jewish, um, all of the apostles were. And so she kind of sat there and she said, oh, I don't think that's right. No, of the pastor uh, was not uh, giving her the answer that she wanted, which sometimes happens in, in, uh, in, in life. Uh, we don't want to accept an answer for whatever reason. But that's a very important understanding for us Christians to know. And, and today's first reading from the book of Genesis is, um, in, in a sense, the very beginning of why we are here today, thousands of years later. It was the test that Abraham passed that established him as the father of many nations. If you listened at the very end of the first reading, it said, "I will establish you, and your descendants will be more numerous than the stars in the sky or the sands of the of the of the seashore." Um, and that's what happened. That's why we christians who are the uh, success the descendants spiritually of abraham and the jewish people uh, are here in church worshiping remembering uh... what the lord did for us remembering how it began with the uh, choosing of the people of israel as the descendants of A- abraham to be the people of god the, the, and to go into the promised land so one of the anomalies of history has been, and in modern times we can see it much more clearly than our way back ancestors might have seen. Um, But there's no no reason at all why a Christian should be anti-Semitic, because our faith began with the faith of our father Abraham, as we say very often in our prayers. As a matter of fact, in in 1938, I think it was, Pope Pius XI was talking to some pilgrims and they knew what was happening in Germany. And so um, he said to them, he said, spiritually, we are Semites. Tracing the descent of our our faith through Jesus back to Abraham. And so that's something that I think always we should keep in mind, especially when we hear people who are purportedly uh, sharers in our faith say things uh, that denigrate the people of Israel or the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um, Today in the the gospel we hear about two more of the most famous people of, of Israel in the biblical story. So we have Abraham and then in the Transfiguration the two figures are very symbolic and very important for an understanding of the continuity of the history of salvation that began in in a real way with Abraham. So it's Moses and Elijah. Now, Moses is a symbol of the law, and Elijah is a symbol of the prophets. So the whole concept of God's preparing um, his own people for the coming of the Messiah had to do with, the, with Abraham and then with the law and then with the prophets. The prophets were the ones who announced that God was going to send the Messiah. Now, again, we as Christians understand that we uh, call Jesus Christ uh, by that name because Christ is the same in, in Greek as Messiah would have been in Hebrew. So our faith is a faith that began with Abraham and was made different by the death and resurrection of Christ. As a matter of fact, the um, the sim- symbolic um, transformation of Jesus in, in the Gospel today is something that it's pointing to the resurrection. What did it say? That his clothes were as shining as as any as anything could could not be done by a human. Uh, dyer of clothing and his face shone like like the sun Uh, that's exactly what the idea of what what the resurrection would be doing for him and so we look forward to the resurrection in in a few weeks as we continue our journey through lent Uh, we ask god to keep us always understanding the end of the road for us is not the death of jesus but the resurrection of jesus so and we do that by going through these 40 days um, saying to God that we want to participate uh, in the sufferings of Jesus. And that's the reason why we take on ourselves uh, acts of penance, acts of uh, taking, making ourselves work harder in our, in our faith, in our prayer life, uh, taking um, little pun- self-punishments, Uh, When we give up something or when we decide to do something extra during this holy time of Lent. Sometimes people say, well, Father, you know, um, on Ash Wednesday I had in my mind all of the things that I was going to give up. I was going to give up uh, candy or I was going to give up smoking or I was going to give up uh, having a beer. Um, There are all sorts of things that people uh, give up. Uh, But Father, I lasted maybe four days and then I... I kind of fell, and so I, I guess I'm not going to do that anymore, and I always uh, remind people that uh, if they make a promise for Lent, they should do their very, very best to, to fulfill the promise, but if they fall down, it uh, doesn't mean that it's a sin, it's not a sin, it's, it's something that you're, trying, you're striving to do, uh, but if, if it doesn't work out, I always tell people, well, pretend then that today is Ash Wednesday again and you're gonna begin again to do whatever it is that you promised to do for Lent I think that's good advice for all of us that whatever it is um, that we want to do for Lent is is something that is a great blessing for us but if because we're, we're humans and we forget like on Fridays if sometimes we forget that we can't eat meat uh, during Lent we begin all over again. Every time we say, oh my gosh, I didn't do what I wanted to do, or I fell down in this or, or, or that. Um, when it, it's, not like, <laughs> it's not like the uh, resolutions we make for the new year. Oh, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And very rarely do resolutions last for the whole year, and we kind of forget about them. But the resolutions that we make for Lent are not have nothing to do with that, have nothing to do with trying uh, to to lose weight or any of that stuff. It has to do with making our soul fit in with what God wants of us, giving our soul more strength to give us the ability to pray better, to be aware of the needs of other people and help them, and to uh, take care of whatever it is that uh, we promise that we want to uh, do for God in our 40 days of, of penance of, of Lent. Um, very often, people come to me and say, oh, Father, I don't, I don't know what I can do because uh, I can't do what I said I was going to do. So I say, well, do something else, do something easier. Uh, in the years way, way back before the Vatican Council and even before that, the rules of Lent were very, very stringent as a matter of fact, in medieval times, uh, there was no meat or cheese or eggs or uh, any of the, the uh, products of, of, uh, of the animals uh, that people could eat or, or, or partake of. And as time went on, it got easier and easier. And certainly in modern times, uh, a Catholic, as you know, is called upon not to eat meat on, on uh, Fridays during Lent. and to. Um, fast on two days ash wednesday and good friday uh... that isn't the most difficult thing in the world Uh, and some people say well father you know do i have to do those things and i said well you have to do those things because you want to do those things you want to do those things because you want to participate in in the the death and resurrection of christ and that's what we are all uh, part of we uh, one of the Fathers of the Church said many centuries ago, we are Easter Christians. But before we get to Easter, we have to go through Lent. We have to go through a a time where we are serious with ourselves, that we take um, our participation in the activities of Lent uh, seriously, and we do our best to follow God's ways. Sometimes we get too too hard on ourselves. What, what does God want of me during this time? Well, I think what God wants of me and of all of us is to understand that we need God in our lives. And when we, take, when we give something up or we participate in something extra because of the holy season, what we're doing is actually putting God more in our lives. And that's a great thing. It's a, a thing that will make us better Christians, better followers of Jesus, better. Uh, husbands and fathers and mothers and sisters and children of, of our, our own families. Um, we, can, we can use Lent or we cannot use Lent, but uh, today I think it's a wonderful remembrance, uh, since we're in, only in the second Sunday of Lent, second week of Lent, to remind ourselves of how important this is. Um, sometimes we, we don't understand some things about God, We say to ourselves, well, I don't understand why this has happened to me or that. Well, we have today in the the readings that we heard from the scriptures, uh, we have Abraham who said yes to God, even to do the most horrible thing in the world. And for we don't know what was happening inside his heart, inside his conscience, but he said yes to God. And in the The Gospel story, the apostles at the very end, as they're going down the hill, were saying to themselves, well, what does this mean? I don't understand what it means for someone to be raised from the dead or rise from the dead. So, you you and I have to realize that uh, we have all of our lives to do our best to follow God's ways. We have a special time, 40 days, Well, we can concentrate on that, and we should. Um, But the bottom line is, will we, even if we concentrate very, very carefully and deeply, will we understand everything? Absolutely no. Abraham didn't understand, but he accepted God's ways. Uh, uh, Peter, James, and John didn't understand, but they uh, accepted that Jesus had his reasons for Uh, doing what he did and eventually it would be revealed to them. And it was on the day of Pentecost, they understood. So do your best to remember this holy season of Lent. I begin my Masses during Lent by kneeling, just because it's a sign that we're in a time of penance. We should do things that are a little bit difficult for us, um, but it's a good thing to do that. Sometimes in the society in which we live, Anything that's irksome is not very acceptable, but you and I understand that being followers of Christ, sometimes we have to suffer a bit and sometimes a lot. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.